Welcome to YOLOpreneur. Quit your job and start a business. My name is John Simmerlink, and I'm dropping out of college to build an education app. Join me in interviewing entrepreneurs, CEOs, and millionaires for advice. So I met Matt about six or seven months ago through our mutual friend, Steven. I was really impressed by his hustling. Uh, he is a dropout from University of Cincinnati, started his own social media marketing agency with some friends, and then recently started another agency uh, where he is the owner. He has some great information to share with us today. Welcome, Matt Williams, to the show. So, Matt, tell us about your company. Tell us about your story. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, starting starting back when I was actually a freshman in college, uh, University of Cincinnati, um, I met a business partner who, um, you know, kind of taught me a lot about social media and the marketing side of it and everything. So that really, really intrigued me. Um, I was, the only reason I went to college actually was to play soccer, and uh, I accepted a scholarship there at uh, Cincinnati. And then a month before my season started, I actually tore my ACL. And um, so I actually couldn't play soccer for that whole year. So that was really rough. And, um, you know, that was one of the main reasons why I attended college in the first place. So, um, you know, maybe I never should have went for the first year, but I don't I actually don't think I would have met, you know, my, my, my business partner that I started up a uh, social media marketing company with. So, you know, I feel like everything happens for a reason in that aspect. So, um, but yeah, so that, that business went really well for a couple of years and then, um, I kind of ventured off to my own thing, uh, and started working with, uh, professional athletes. So, um, my current company is called Headline Sports, um, and we deal with, uh, a lot of NFL guys, MLS, MLB, um, pretty much all across the board. Um, some athletes like Joe Mixon at the Cincinnati Bengals, um, Elijah McGuire at the New York Jets. Uh, Kyle Slater at the uh, uh, Vikings, um, you know, so B.J. Bella at the, at the Browns. So we're kind of all over the place with, with athletes, so it's, it's really cool to kind of, um, you know, get them going on their, their social media and, you know, kind of revamping their personal brand because a lot of these guys don't really know how to, you know, grow their personal brand and um, or they don't have time. So they kind of outsource their work to us and then, uh, we kind of go from there, line them up with brand partnerships and, and sponsorships of that nature. So we don't really act as an agent. We more um, or less act as a, a brand manager. So, um, you know, if they have a clothing line, they want to, you know, get out in, into the public more, get some more sales. You know, we run marketing for that. Um, but a lot of the, the athletes use us for the brands. We have a lot of connections um, and Adidas and Nike and, and also uh, smaller brands on Instagram, like, you know, Fly Supply Co., um, you know, a lot of these luxury book bag companies that are really, really trying to get out their personal brand by paying these social media influencers or, you know, athletes per se. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we do a lot of work. Um, we just sort of started up last year of November. So, uh, we are still very, very, uh, early in the process, but we actually currently have 15 active, uh, NFL, um, clients. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're getting there. That's great. So when you provide these services for the NFL, you know, your NFL client, what are their pages like beforehand? 
uh, how specifically do you make them better, and you know what what are the results these players are seeing after you work with them? Absolutely. So every athlete is a little bit different when they start out. You know, you have some athletes that come into the league with um, you know fifty thousand followers, and you have some athletes that come into the league with you know two or three thousand. So um, it, it really depends on the athlete. But for I'll, I'll take an example. Um, B.J. Bello, he was uh, he's the Browns uh, running back, um, and he started when his first league in the league. He started, I think, with three thousand followers, I believe, and then over the course of a month, maybe a month and a half, we got him up to ten thousand. Um, but that really, we, we have our own ways about you know uh, organically growing accounts because we don't really want to be, especially these athletes. They want they want to be superior. They want to be unique and different. They don't want to be following, you know, 4,000, 5,000 people. They want to be following a couple hundred, um, you know, and, and I get that. You know what I mean? That's their ego speaking out, and they're basically saying, like, you know, we, I don't want to be doing that. So we, we, we totally get that. So we do a lot of organic ways, you know. So we'll do, like, uh, brand collaborations, um, you know, shout-outs here and there. But, we that you know, that's, that's kind of old-fashioned nowadays. Um, so that we've found – unique ways to kind of go about that. Instagram and Facebook ads are very, very underpriced. I'm sure you're aware of that as well. I mean, we, we reached, I think, with $10, uh, I think we reached around six or 7,000 people um, who might be interested in, in, in BJ Bello and uh, his content and stuff like that. So uh, we made a, a marketing uh, campaign, campaign for that, and then, you know, we ran a couple ads here and there throughout the week and then gained a lot of traction and impressions and engagements and stuff like that. And um, you know, he organically grows. So uh, that, that's what happens when you when you have a plan, you know, and you execute on it. And, and you know, he's been a client ever since, um, you know, we ever started. So uh, you know, we, we do we do a lot of work, and um, it really comes down to the athlete and really how far they want to take their brand. So okay, that that's a very great answer. Um, now, how how do you get started doing this? So you know, you said you're in college, and then. You're doing social media things for clients, and next thing you know, you're working with, you know, the most famous people in America. Like, how did you take that first step? How do you get your first your first revenue? Yeah, so um, it, it's crazy. I mean, if you would ask me three, four years ago that I'd be working with million dollar um, contracts and, and million dollar players, I would I would probably say you're crazy um, because you know it's crazy how how this kind of all starts you know to come into play, but. Uh, I was really, really interested in sports. You know, I, I love soccer. I loved um, basketball, football, and stuff like that growing up. But soccer was a, a true, true, um, you know, love of mine. And, uh, um, you know, I've been playing it ever since I was young. And I was like, you know what? Like, what's stopping me from working with these guys? Because I know a lot about social media. I know, you know, how to create their, their brand awareness going on and also get some, you know, brands to, to maybe sponsor them and stuff. So, um, I was like, I, I think I'm pretty good at this, so I'll, I'll give it a shot. So I reached out um, to one of my first ever clients, Quincy Ameriqua. He plays for the San Jose Earthquakes um, in the MLS, and uh, he, he's an entrep- uh, entrepreneur as well. He's in real estate, um, cryptocurrency, so he really gets the game of, of entrepreneurship. And um, he that was a that was a five thousand dollar deal for um, I think two months or three months, and we flew out to San Jose. Um, at that time, I was with uh, my former social media company, and uh, we created content for him. We did workout videos, training sessions um, at the San Jose uh, practice facility. And uh, it was really cool because he actually kind of took us behind, you know, where they played in the locker room and stuff like that. And 
saw a couple other guys. So it was a really, really good um, experience. I was only 20 at the time, uh, maybe maybe even younger than that, 19. But, um, you know, at that age, I, you know, you can't buy that. You know what I mean? It, it, it was a it was really, really cool experience. It kind of opened my eyes. I'm like, well, you know, if I could do this for an MLS athlete, I want to see if I can do this for a million-dollar contract deal. And um, a, couple, a few months ago, I closed Joe Mixon. Uh, the company did as well, and, and we that human he's a he's a million plus every year. So um, it's just finding the right amount of value and adding the right amount of value, and and kind of showing hey you need this you know what I mean. And, and if you're not doing it, like what what's the price you're paying right now for nobody to know your name? That's what we that's kind of like our slogan that we have at headline. And, uh, you know, it kind of just grew from there. So um, I, I truly believe that everything has a step to it. You know what I mean? With entrepreneurship, with starting your own first business, um, you know, I, when I first started the uh, social media company in Cincinnati, um, and currently I made more money in my first month doing what I am right now than I ever made with the former at social media company. So I, I believe there's steps into everything. Um, it's just like closing the first client, you know what I mean? The, the five, the $200 deals, the, the, the $1,000 deals, and you work your way up to 3000 5000 10000 So uh, the milestone is a really cool um, aspect of it, but it all comes down to patience, you know what I mean? It's yeah, everything. Everybody wants things right now and stuff, and um, I mean, who can blame us? Because all you have to say is, Alexa, you know, order me toothpaste, and it's there tomorrow morning. So it really it's crazy, man. We're living through a crazy time right now. Yeah, wow, that is uh that's very inspiring. So you, you started at nineteen, uh well after working for these other people, at nineteen or twenty you make the first, you know, five thousand dollar deal out of San Jose. Do you mind sharing your income numbers, you know, each age you're at age nineteen, twenty, twenty one and you're you're twenty two now, right? I'm twenty one actually. You're you're twenty one. Okay, yeah. Do you mind yeah. sharing uh your overall numbers for the past three years? Yeah, absolutely. So the first the first year working with uh, my former social media company, we did um, throughout the year. I think we did twenty five thousand dollars in the first year. Um, now that is that's absolutely nothing, but um, you know it's something when you when you're kind of starting out and you're trying to figure things out and work out, work out the kinks and stuff like that. So first year we made around twenty five thousand dollars. I probably took home. Um, you know, less than a thousand dollars every single month, and um, way less than that actually, because we we kind of at the point we're like, you know what, I would rather have a lower paycheck and have the company bank, you know, looking a lot better than my personal bank account. You know what I mean? So right. we kind of took that aspect of it, and um, so yeah, the first year was around you know twenty four thousand, twenty five thousand dollars took home maybe five hundred to a thousand dollars every single month, and um, and it kind of grew from there. So from right now, we our last. Uh, this last month, actually, we we, we profited um, ten thousand um, dollars this past month, um, and right that that right there, that's almost half of uh, of what we made in the first year with my former company. So, um, and right now, I think we're we're averaging every single month. We've only been in business since uh, last November, uh, averaging around six or seven thousand um, profit margin wise. So, um, you know, we're doing really good numbers with the team that we have. Um, and then, you know, our first month was pretty low, uh, and then it kind of just worked up here and there, but I'd say average, you know, I think our, our highest month actually was around 15 to 20,000. Um, and that was with, you know, very starting out, but, uh, it kind of grew up and, you know, 
as you know, with months, you have really good months, you have, you know, bad months and okay months, all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, throughout the year, I think we're going to be looking at, you know, a six-figure uh, company, definitely. Okay, yeah, that, wow, that is great. So, you know, you're, you're, you're obviously, you started this business as a 20, 21-year-old, uh, and we know, we know the statistics, 90% of startups fail. Uh, most people just can't get a business off the ground. What are the things you did differently that's making you a success that other people aren't doing? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, honestly, it, it's crazy because I look at myself now at the age of 21, and uh, I think of myself when I was in high school. I honestly feel younger than I do right now than I did in high school, and I think that's that. It's crazy because you know it doesn't make sense. But if you look at it in a business standpoint, it's like you know you're not going to be you know, we're all these, young, you know, young guys, 21, 22, thinking they're going to be making, you know, six figures a month and stuff like that. You know, that doesn't happen unless you're Zucks or unless you're Travis from, from Uber or whatever like that. You know, it doesn't really happen that way. So you kind of have to put that in the back of your mind, but also have goals um, that you want to attain as well. But I, I think the biggest thing that I learned from, from these past three years is, is um, honestly that if you, you got to have, you got to, you got to set your goals attainable um you know and if that's you making you know twenty five thousand dollars a month you know then, then set that but um honestly really really having your, your set goals out every single month and, and telling yourself that um you know i can do this you know what i mean it being positive optimistic and um you know surrounding yourself with the right people uh you know in high school i was always surrounding myself with people who weren't making better and now my circle today is is so much smaller i think i only really hang out with the business partners um and and who I do business with and, and athletes and stuff like that and uh you know back then I wasn't doing that I was still going out on weekends college and stuff like that you know how that scene goes but um I was doing all that and at the time I was like you know this isn't really what I want to be doing I'm spending a lot of money on, on drinks and stuff like that so it's like you know I need to get away from that so um it's 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 your environment you know what I mean it's who you hang out with it's the element that you're in. Um, the energy that you have every single day, and uh, I kind of look. Uh, do you know who J- uh, Jay Shetty is? Jay Shetty, yeah. Uh, tell me about him. Okay, yeah, no, he's a he's a really cool guy, um, motivational speaker. Uh, I found him out through uh, Simon Sinek. I listen to Simon Sinek a lot, and uh, really smart guy. But Jay Jay Shetty was, you know, he, he was saying a lot of cool stuff yesterday on a podcast I was listening to, and um, he goes that the, the most important three E's are your uh, element, your environment, and your energy. You know what I mean? If you constantly ask yourself, you know, if, if that's in line every single day, you know, then you're good. But if you're out on element or if you're out of energy and stuff like that, you know, you need to change it up. So, you know, the biggest thing I learned, man, is just being patient and, and going with the flow and, and working hard. Because I know right now I probably won't hit pay dirt until I'm 30, 35. I know that. But I'm willing to put in the years and the work to, to get to that point. So, Okay, great advice. Yeah. Um, I'm going to run down a few more questions. Uh, how yeah. many how many hours a week do you work? I would probably say I do about nine or ten hours a day. <laughs> uh, so you know, ten hours, um, you know, in a week. So you're walking, you're looking around seventy hours, definitely. Um, and I I, I'm, I really think that you really need to find a, a good. Um, routine that you have. You know, I know people who wake up at 11 o'clock, but they work till, you know, I mean, midnight. And that's okay, but you got to find the element that, that works best for you. And, 
there's some guys that wake up at 7 a.m. and they, you know, they, they're working till 8, 9 o'clock at night and, and they, and they're done. You know what I mean? But it just really matters on, on what most comfortable for you. And for me, I wake around, I wake up around 9.30, to be honest. And I work, you know, throughout the day till about 7. So, um, you know, it's just finding out the best routine for you. But yeah, I'd probably say around 70 hours a week. Yeah. Gotcha. What are your most recommended books, podcasts, or other entrepreneurs to listen to? That's a good, that's a good one. Um, so I found a lot of my books through like Business Insider and stuff like that, but at the top three, um, I'll make them easier. So, uh, the best self-help book, self-help book I think I've ever read, uh, was How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Um, I read that book probably once a month, to be honest, just just reminding me and, and, and stuff like that. So that's a really good book. Um, a book that is more social media, if you're in the social media space, um, in marketing and stuff like that, I think Crushing It by Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, that book actually just came out. That's definitely one of my favorites. Um, and then a book that maybe you're looking at to trying to get smarter, maybe, you know, psychology and stuff like that is, um, Oh my gosh, what is that book called? <laughs> uh, Thinking Slow. Uh, yeah. Yes, yes, that book. Yeah, I'm sorry. I haven't read that in a while. But uh, that, that book really speaks to me. Um, it's just about the different aspects of your brain and stuff like that. That's a really good one. Yeah. So I kind of gave you three of my, of my best, um, you know, category, you know, categorized uh, books. But the best podcast I listen to is uh, Daily V uh, with Gary Vaynerchuk. I listen to that yeah. probably more than music, so. <laughs> it's a good one. So. All right, where do you, where do you see your business five years from now? Five years from now. Um, so five years from now, I want to become a, a certified agent with the NFL PA. Um, and that takes, I think, a year or two of, of, um, of schooling with that. Um, so I may I may do that to be uh, be an agent, but as a business side, uh, in five years, um, I, I definitely want this to be a million plus uh, business in, in five years, um, because there's so much. We're so early in social media, and these athletes are. are I'm getting DM pretty much every day from these athletes saying, "Hey, you know what? You know, I need my personal brand, uh, you know, grown, or I need this with a brand. I need connections with this, that." Um, and it's, it, it's just, we're living through a crazy time and it's just beginning of social media. So, um, you know, you got to get in early while the trains, while the trains still here. Um, and, and I think that's, that's really what it, what it comes down to is, um, getting in early. It's just like with cryptocurrency, you know what I mean? If you bought Bitcoin at, you know, 3,000, 4,000, you're, you're living pretty good right now. So, um, I just, I just think you gotta, you gotta take chances with, with that. You know what I mean? Who knew that crypto would, would be a huge talking point nowadays? And who knew that you could tell Alexa to order you, you know, toilet paper or toothpaste and it'd be there the next day. So, um, I, I think we're just in the beginning of, of everything, man. I, I, tr- I truly believe that, uh, that this is definitely a million dollar business here in five years. Definitely. I, I can see you doing that knowing your, the way you hustle. Speaking of hustling, I remember you telling me a story about how you got a luxury Ritz-Carlton suite for free in L.A. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, so um, actually a, a mutual friend um, 
Stephen, Stephen Liao, uh, you know, he kind of got us on you know, the credit card and stuff like that. Um, but this, 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 the, uh, I said, so I have, I have a couple stories. Are you thinking about the one where I, uh, kind of snuck in there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can tell the other one as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll tell the, I'll tell the, this one's funnier. So, um, I, I'm in LA. This was, I think, three, four months ago and, uh, there for a business meeting and, um, I was in Beverly Hills at the time. I was staying there and I, I love this Chinese restaurant in, in downtown LA and, um, right next to it, it's Ritz Carlton. I look in my wallet and I see a club lounge, um, Ritz Carlton key that I was with, you know, a month ago with Steven and you. And, um, I'm like, you know what? Like, I want to see if I can get into the Ritz Carlton. So <laughs> I Uber down there. Um, I walk into the, to the front lobby and, uh, go up the elevator. As you know, you need a key card to go up the elevator. And, uh, so I'm no joke. I'm riding this elevator. Uh, just so you people can call it above me, you know what I mean? And I just, I just close the door, act like I'm going somewhere, and next thing you know, the door pop op- pops open. Um, there's three, there's three ladies that, that come in the elevator, and, uh, they take out their key card, cause I knew mine didn't work, so I was like, yeah, I'm, you know, I was like, I'm on the phone, I was like, mine's not working, I don't know what's going on. She goes, oh, you know, no worries, whatever, and she puts in her key card, and, uh, we go up to the 22nd floor, which, as you know, is, is the, uh, <laughs> is the club lounge, and, um, I, they go, they follow me right in there. Uh, I didn't have to use it. I acted like I was on my phone and I snuck into the club lounge, uh, just by following these three ladies. <laughs> and then next thing you know, connecting and stuff like that. Uh, you know, that's a really good networking piece up there at Rich Carlton. And, uh, I met a executive producer at the KTLA, um, news in LA and, and we were talking and stuff like that. And they booked out an executive suite level. Uh, to shoot some content up there for their social media. And I was like, oh, you know, that's really cool. I, I run social media for athletes and stuff like that and, and social media influencers. And, um, you know, we got to talk and stuff like that. And they actually weren't staying in the room. Um, they just rented out for the day. And, uh, she goes, yeah, you know, if you want to stay here, um, here's the, here's the, uh, key card. And I was like, oh, oh you know, no worries. Just, I'm going to go back to my, to my hotel there in, in Beverly Hills. And at the Ritz Carlton, man, it's you've been there. It's 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 really nice. You probably take that over any hotel in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, I'm like, no, no, no worries, whatever. And she goes goes about a day, and then she walks out the door, and I'm like, uh, I I snagged the the key card, you know, and I, I walked out, and uh, <laughs> I went to go have dinner at the uh, the Chinese restaurant with one of my buddies, and um, you know, soon enough, I come back to the room. I'm like, well, I wonder if this actually works. You know, and, and it did everything worked. It came with the club lounge and like that. So I, I stayed in the uh, executive suite at the Ritz Carlton for absolutely free. So, <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, it's a, it was a story, man, for sure. I couldn't believe I did it. I tried to do it again, uh, you know, a while ago, but uh, didn't work out. I got super lucky. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it was, it was a good times, man. Good times. Yeah. All right, so the seems like the main three lessons I got from you today are you have to manage your energy, your environment, uh, you have to be patient, and you have to get into things early. Are there other things you'd like to share with our audience? Our uh, intended audience are is um, other entrepreneurs, college students, or people in jobs who want to do entrepreneurship but haven't taken the lead yet. Uh, what, what can you say to them? 
Yeah, absolutely. I think um, you know, entrepreneurship nowadays is more is more sexier and savvier than it was, you know, ten years ago. Um, and uh, you know, I was an entrepreneur at heart. You know, I sold magazines when I was three, four, or five years old. Um, you know, I did all of these things, lemonade stands, stuff like that. I did door to door sales, and um, when I was really young, just trying to do you know shoveling and stuff like that. And I think everybody did, um, but I never really thought that out you know, in, until. You know, Ty Lopez was was kind of doing a talk at uh, uh, the event we went to, actually. And I remember him saying, um, you know, look back at your years and, and what what did you like doing or what, what were you doing when you were young? That's that's a good indication of what um, your future could be like or, or will be like. And um, I was like, you know what? I actually was selling, you know, I was doing a lot of entrepreneur stuff when I was really young. Um, but you know, the main thing that I really want to get out is it, it's so sad to see somebody doing a job that they hate you know what i mean it's it's so sad because um you know i was talking to my my friend uh who's indian and he was like you know what if if you're not in engineering or if you're not in um you know software development when you're in, in an indian family uh if you're not in any of those or a lawyer or whatever you're 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 technically a failure um and it's crazy because they're, they're so the, the social structure is telling them go to college and, and do the right thing and I, I have no problem with college i really really don't but uh, when you're going only for the main reason that you want to make your, your, your parents proud um, and you have no intention of, of learning a subject that you're not really interested in, that's, that's sad because the, the, the world that we live in, the life that we have is so short, you know, so don't, don't do stuff you hate. That, that's one big thing that I, I take away when I was, um, you know, starting out with, with entrepreneurship and I was working these jobs that I didn't like. And I, I've done the, the cubicle work in, in California. I lived there for a couple months and I quit. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't work for somebody else. Um, it's not in my blood. It's not in my veins. So, um, honestly, man, do, just, just don't do stuff you hate and work on – find something that you really are passionate about, uh, make a career out of it, and, and help other people's lives all, along the way. Um, you know, they, I like how Mark Cuban says it. He says, you know, if you want to be a billionaire, you have to impact a billion people's lives. And I think that's massive with anything. I mean, if you want to be a millionaire, you have to impact a million people's lives. So. Um, you know, make sure it aligns with, with what you're, you're passionate about. And, um, you know, maybe, maybe you don't, you know, maybe you don't get paid the, the a money that you want to be making, but you love the job. I, I would take that over any day because you're doing stuff you like. You know what I mean? It's, I mean, there's people in my family that don't like to go to work on Mondays. They hate, they dread Mondays. And they come home and they're, and they're, and they're mean to their family and stuff like that. That's not the life that you want, man. It, it's really not. And I know that, you know, you got to do what you got to do, but, there's a thing called a side hustle. You know what I mean? You, you go to work nine to five, you come home, and you say hey to the fam, you get cracking on the, on the thing you're really passionate about. Maybe it's about soccer. Maybe it's about, um, you know, motivating the younger demographic. Whatever it is, we can always do more, you know. So um, my biggest takeaway is growing up and, and doing entrepreneurship, man, and do things you like. That's the bottom line. That's good advice. I feel like you were wise beyond your, your years, Matt. I appreciate that. I'm trying. I'm listening to the, the top people around, so that's what, that's my that's my goal for sure. Yeah. All right. What are your social media handles so that our, our audience and future audience can follow you? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'm 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 pretty big on um, on Instagram. I think it's a it's a good platform to start out with. Whether you're doing um, you know photography, videography, or maybe you're just trying to you know get the word out of your brand a little bit more. Um, but my Instagram is Matt underscore Williams 20. Um, 
I have a very, very common name. So I had to throw some numbers in there. So, <laughs> um, so Matt underscore Williams 20 and then Twitter is Williams underscore Matt 20. So, um, you can find me those places. I'm not too big on Facebook. I do want to start in, uh, getting into that because I do see the, the potential with it. It's a huge platform, but, um, also this is new. Find me on, uh, Vero. Have you heard of that app before? Vero, that is new to me. Yeah, it's new. Um, but it's, it's like a music, um, videography, uh, you know, video app. It's called Vero. But, uh, yeah, find me on there, Matt Williams. Um, and I'm going to be starting using that more. I'm trying to get in the early in these apps too. So, um, Vero, Matt Williams. <laughs> All right. Matt underscore Williams 20 on Instagram. Williams underscore Matt 20 on, was that Twitter? And then yep. Matt Williams on Vero. Absolutely. Yep. All right, Matt, thank you so much for your time today. I hope uh, your advice and experience will help many other people out there trying to do entrepreneurship. And uh, Thank you so much for having me. I really yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, have a good rest of your day. All right, man, you too. Talk to you later. All right, thank you. And that is all, folks. Follow me on Twitter at John Simmerlink. That is J-O-H-N-S-I-M-E-R-L-I-N-K. I will be posting updates on my education startup called Branches. Thanks for listening to YOLOpreneur. Quit your job, start a business. The podcast you just heard was recorded with Anchor. If you want to make your own, download the Android or iOS app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast. That's anchor.fm slash podcast.